Welcome back to New Rockstars. Deadpool 3 is officially confirmed to be coming to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ryan Reynolds, Wade Wilson, the Merc with the Mouth, joining Kevin Feige's Avengers Toy Box. Now we got a toy from Romantics in that mix. I'm Eric Boss. This is Rogue Theory, the show that brings you the wildest nerdy hot takes and the topics you can't stop talking about. For those of you not from LA, Romantics is an adult accessory store because often I do have to explain my jokes because they suck. <laughs> With me uh, to go rogue today uh, is a panel that I love, starting with writer, comedian, and a longtime friend of mine, longtime fellow Eric, Eric Olusu. Welcome back, man. Hey, man, I can't wait to go back to romantics with you. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. Darn, don't tell them. <laughs> I needed a friend. I didn't know. I didn't know what to do. Eric, stick together, literally and figuratively. That's right. That's right. Also join us, returning guest, Tom Michelson. Hey, man, welcome back. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, just want to say a big shout out to everybody who said I look like King Kingpin and Hitman last time I was on here. Thanks for the Halloween ideas. I know what to do next year. So thanks. I did, didn't recognize you outside your Keanu uh, John Wick right, costume. Right, Keanu Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all so. new. <laughs> I'm also happy to welcome to New Rockstars from Rooster Teeth, co-host on a panel I was on uh, not too long ago. Thankfully did not call out how little about gaming I know. <laughs> Fellow nerd enthusiast of all things nerdy, Kayla Milton. Welcome, Kayla. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, we didn't call you out on how little you knew about gaming, but this is going to call me out on how little I know about Marvel. <laughs> no, no, no. I will return the favor. You're in good hands here. And based off of some of the theories I have spouted on this channel before, you aren't going to tell the difference. There are times where I look like I have no idea what I'm talking about as well. We're good. This is going to be fun. All right. Uh, big news this week. Uh, a lot of big news, but some news came out that Deadpool 3 is coming to the MCU. This wasn't a certain thing. We weren't sure what form it was going to take, whether Ryan Reynolds is going to be part of it, whether it's going to be R-rated. Well, we now know that Bob's Burgers writers, the Molino sisters, have been hired to write a script for Deadpool 3. This will be the first Deadpool movie produced by Marvel Studios and Kevin Feige. So that means he's going to be crossing the streams. <laughs> Hopefully not his streams. With, uh, with other Avengers and MCU heroes and villains. Series star Ryan Reynolds is still set to star in the film. And it's supposedly going to be R-rated. Which is a first for a Disney-produced Marvel movie. But we'll see where that goes goes. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to commit to an R-rated film, if it's still going to be that connected to the MCU. But I want to know from all of you, how is an R-rated Deadpool movie going to fit into the MCU as we know it going forward? What is this movie going to be? Lucy, why don't we start with you? All right, well, I cannot wait for this hopeful Deadpool 3 Disney movie to come out produced and made by the mouse himself Mickey Mouse, Disney Enterprises. I think this one is going to be an R-rated romp for the whole family that's over 18 years old. Okay. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that this is going to be a film where Wade Wilson saves the world yet again. But uh -oh. this time it starts off with him being given a secret mercenary mission. He gets hired by a shadowy figure to take out a specific mark. And that mark is Professor Charles Xavier. He's being Whoa. tasked with killing <laughs> Professor X. And that's how we introduce him and collide worlds with him and the X-Men for real this time, not just Colossus. So he goes to war with the X-Men trying to kill beloved Professor X. And in their scuffle, they find out that they have the same villain. And we find out that the person that paid or is going to pay uh, Deadpool to kill Professor X is none other than the intergalactic TV personality Mojo. I don't Whoa. know if you guys remember Mojo. <laughs> yes. That big 
big, gross, yellow dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one. So he's pulling the strings. That's how Marvel is and Disney are going to introduce Mojo into this thing. So more intergalactic, interplanetary drama. So Mojo's mission is he wants to take over the Earth and make that the new set of a new intergalactic reality TV show. And he knows that if Professor X is still around, he can use his mind powers to keep all the humans and other beings on Earth from being taken over mentally by Mojo <laughs> to go along as puppets for this intergalactic you know, reality TV show that Mojo's trying to do. So, Deadpool, the X-Men, Professor X, they beat Mojo, and everything's great and wraps up in a nice little bun. Uh, and then I gotta see what my ending part of that <laughs> Wait, this was written. Hold on. This was from, oh, no, don't tell the people at home. Oh, okay, that's what happens. Okay, it's cool. So, after Deadpool and the X-Men defeat Mojo in an epic battle, blood and guts everywhere, it's R-rated, it's beautiful, CGI, top notch. This is what happens. Everything's cool. The Earth is saved. But they find out that now that Mojo is gone, it kind of left the door open for one of Mojo's favorite puppets in the universe, the Silver Surfer. The Silver Surfer is going to skate into the Disney Marvel MCU, and that's going to set up the scene for the next Marvel movie to come out in Phase 4 or 5. Whoa. Wow. This wow. movie's crazy. <laughs> this is like the, the pitch you go into the pitch meeting with being like, this is what my movie will be. If you want to meet me halfway, I guess I'm okay with it. But really, that, that halfway movie, people would be like, whoa, he was able to get all that in a Marvel movie? I think, Alyssa, my favorite thing about this is that in this movie, uh, Professor Charles Xavier is essentially every Marvel mutant's agent who's like, no, you cannot take this gig on the mojo. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't It'll right kill for your you. Career, <laughs> so I'm going to force you not to take this job. Just go back, take a couple more workshops for the next six months. We'll skip this pilot season, and then and then we'll see what his programming slate is next year. I want to know from you, Usu. What do you have any fan casting in mind? Who do you want to see as Professor X? Who who do you want to see as Mojo? Well, Mojo either has to be Danny DeVito, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Fat suit Jared Leto. It has to be either of those two. <laughs> Danny no, he would just, gain, like he would just gain the weight. He wouldn't be a suit. Yeah. He would spend yeah, no he method would, like, and just would. gain it. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Danny DeVito. And uh, Danny DeVito also has Charles Xavier, right? I think he needs to be our first choice <laughs> oh, yeah. for all these characters. It's going to be an Eddie Murphy, Nutty Professor situation. He's going to play like six characters. Man, Danny DeVito would be perfect. I know a lot of uh, New York Stars fans want Tommy to play Mojo. He is our Mojo here, uh, for sure, for sure. But Danny DeVito, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, you got to get DeVito in there. If DeVito's not uh, too busy with the next season of Sunny, we'll throw Tommy yeah, in there. Yeah, just yeah, for the yeah. Fans. yeah. Sure. Uh, absolutely. All right, Osu, oh, so that was a pretty, pretty rogue theory. So you're going to come out of the gate strong with three points. I'm awarding you three points. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, nice. man. And for my three points have materialized into winter Batman thick wool socks. Ooh. Uh, Ooh Merry Steve. holiday. These Spider-Man footies, uh, you know, because it's you know, a chilly 60 degrees in L.A. right now. Oh, yes. <laughs> and this nifty uh, Black Panther guide. Thanks Ooh. for the points. That nice. is some, some, good, some good merch there. All right. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Uh, next up, Kayla, I want to hear from you. What is this Deadpool 3 movie going to be? How is it going to connect with the MCU we know so far? I have seen the first two Deadpool movies, and I think that they were fantastic. But I think in Deadpool 3, uh, he's going to fully like breaking the fourth wall go into acknowledging that he is in fact a part of the Disney universe now <laughs> <Yeah>. and uh <laughs> 
in in doing that, he will try to find his way to the correct Spider-Man. So he's going to spend the entire time like on the romantic journey to try and find Tom Holland. Uh, but along the way, he meets all of the wrong Spider-Men. So I'm, I'm talking about cameos from Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, that one animated... Uh, Spider-Man series that was on Disney XD where he's voiced by Drake Bell and then oh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and then like he finally like near the end he gets to meet up with uh, Tom Holland <laughs> Spider-Man but then he realizes that he's not allowed to say like the F word anymore <laughs> like he can't say <laughs> anymore uh, and he's like well clearly this isn't the universe for me and he just kind of bounces back to his like in-between time <laughs> and I, I, what, what I'm saying is I want the entire movie to be so broken through the through the fourth wall that it just doesn't feel like you're watching a movie at all to the point where you're like is this just the ramblings of ryan reynolds (laughs) (laughs) yes yes that is exactly the deadpool movie i want like of course it has i feel like that's the only way it works because i think at the end of the day the allens are gonna be like i was not in that meeting the r-rated meeting we're gonna do a pg-13 movie i'm sorry and then that's how they're gonna get around it he's gonna be he's like why am i being censored (laughs) this is annoying yeah that'd be awesome (laughs) that is like the perfect deadpool movie and yeah i think you could argue the first deadpool was just like 90 plus minutes of ryan reynolds (laughs) just kind of like making jokes at you and making fun of other superhero movies and this is the way you bring them in yeah yeah, i feel like the first deadpool movie especially was just ryan reynolds being like i've read the source material (laughs) (laughs) i'm well versed in this genre Uh, i'm not i'm not just an actor i'm also a fan (laughs) (laughs) yeah for sure i do want to see kind of a a wild meta you know who framed roger rabbit type thing talking to the camera more of that more of that because that's going to be the weirdest adjustment it's not the r-rated stuff it's not the violence so much it's not the the humor it's like the fact that he can break that fourth wall no other character does that in the mcu and i think that's gonna be the weirdest adjustment if you lean into that you can rate it whatever you want exactly and then i feel like as proof of my concept uh there was that rumor swirling around a couple weeks ago about uh toby mcguire and andrew garfield being like signed for a movie and everyone assumed it was the third spider-man movie but maybe it's the third deadpool movie yeah hell we don't know yeah we don't know (laughs) we don't even know if it was true or not but (laughs) until it's confirmed it can be whatever marvel movie we want it to be (laughs) kalo a great theory this is like uh exactly the kind of deadpool movie i want to see so i'm awarding you three points as well nice (laughs) well done and you don't have to convert it to anything it could just be three points that you hold in Um, your heart i mean if i had to convert it i guess i could convert it into uh this guitar pick i've been holding the whole time uh-huh. Uh, this hand sanitizer that also happens to be green uh, oh, yes. and the sticker uh, that says don't talk to me until I've had my vibe check <laughs> that's great nice. this whole conversion thing is throwing me because like it started as like we used to do this in person we had awesome little blocks that were yeah. just like visible points and then we went into quarantine mode and now like we we tried to uh, put them in towards the camera and that was gonna run through like a weird 3d faxer <laughs> and now it's like i can't even find the sparkle bucks that i used to have <laughs> so it's now just same points and now you're just showing up stuff on your end and yeah. people watching this for the first time are like the hell are they doing <laughs> <laughs> but we're doing it we're sticking to this game all right two great theories so far tom it is your turn bring us home what's okay. deadpool gonna do to get in this universe so 
we know that you know Marvel Phase Four is going to blow the doors of the MCU wide open with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and and yeah. we've even you know got some confirmation that Strange is going to even be in the next Spider-Man Something Home sequel, right? And that mm-hmm. will plant seeds for mm-hmm. a future even Spider-Verse team up. So my theory is, as the worlds of the multiverse collide, Deadpool Three will be about wade getting sucked into the mcu from the fox marvel movie universe okay <laughs> then using his trusty time machine that we saw at the end of uh, deadpool 2 oh, the, we'll end yeah, up yeah, visiting yeah. all the best and worst moments of the mcu like a greatest hits album Whoa. so I, i'm already imagining them retconning some of our favorite scenes like maybe he's trying to catch a flight in germany and then civil war is happening outside <laughs> or or maybe you know he's the one who convinced Taserface that that was even a good name <laughs> um, <laughs> right so great. It, be, there's so many things you could do. And, and as we know, Kevin Feige is a huge fan of this show and is watching right now. So um, I already got some titles for him. Okay. I already got some titles for you, Kevin. Ready? Uh, the first one is um, Deadpool 3. Now that's what I call Marvel Phase 5. And the second one, which I think is the one that you should go with, Kevin. Deadpool 3, the fantabulous emancipation of the one Wade Wilson from the 20th Century Fox universe. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. And you know that works because like Harley Quinn is essentially what DC Cinematic was trying to do. They're trying to have their Deadpool. Yeah. And I yeah. think that element of it worked. Um other things maybe not so much, but uh <laughs> but hey, hey. Uh that is such a fun idea and what you are kind of pitching here, it sounds like Tom, is like uh what I kind of wanted the time heist to be in Avengers Endgame. Like mm-hmm. they it did start to feel like a greatest hits album, but uh, after that second act ended, it's like, okay, well, I'm glad they revisited these moments, but I feel like this is a greatest hits that left out, like, you know, a 70% of the discography of my favorite band. <laughs> uh, right. And there were even, like, logically, they could have gone to the collector's vault and gotten two stones in one go. And, uh, you know, these are things where it's just like the writers say that they spent months and months thinking about this, but did they if they missed that one? Anyway, I, I have gripes, uh, but what you are <laughs> pitching sounds like their way they can show part two of that great greatest hits like right. what i'm imagining you know there's the uh, the toby mcguire meme of they re-edit him in the scenes <laughs> oh, where he's yeah. like where he's running like, through I, the I, avengers I, team up pizza portals. Time. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes. portals. yeah that too uh that could be exactly what uh because you know so much of like ryan reynolds deadpool was a parody of toby mcguire's spider-man yeah this <laughs> it, it sounds awesome and i would totally love to see this movie i didn't even realize that i wanted to see this movie until you pitched the fact that you had titles <laughs> Locked, ready to go, man. You were ready, Kevin. Four, four points. What? Four Ooh, points? Nice. Oh my gosh! Uh, All right, so let's see. I can, I'm going to convert those to three of these uh, push pins that I have <laughs> on my desk. And oh no, this is this one. I can. This is a little. Uh, Gladiator Hulk bobblehead. Ooh, oh, that's great! Damn, that's awesome. Does it have the sick fade he had in the movie? <laughs> he, uh, he has little, his little helmet mohawk. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It bobbles a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right, we had three amazing Deadpool theories. I want to hear from all of you watching, especially you, Kevin Feige, down below. If you comment, <laughs> Kevin Feige, we will pin your comment. Just that's all you got to do. Just comment our videos. Just uh, first, first, and we'll pin it. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I, I don't know how much money they spent to make this happen uh, but I'm glad Disney and Marvel are doing this and Wade Wilson, Ryan Reynolds Deadpool is really the best thing to come out of those later years X-Men movies over at Fox so get him in a movie as quickly as you can so happy to see this happening Hey Eric, I have a quick question 
Mm-hmm. What would be your number one moment that he would go back to in his time machine from the Marvel oh. Cinematic Universe, all the phases? I want him to go back to the time heist and watching <laughs> Tony Stark, watching Tony Stark, he's behind it like another layer. I want him to salute Captain America's ass as Cap is saluting his other ass. I want him to go one layer deeper on all of those things. Uh, when, and the, the deleted scene where Thor and Asgard is drunk and peeing over the ledge i want deadpool to get pissed on. <laughs> <laughs> there's so, so many opportunities so like for so them much. to insert him and even i hope they even do yeah. like some of the worst moments like yeah. things that we can't stand like they'll be i don't know like what you want to pick from like thor 2 or other things that <laughs> people think are, like have him talk to like even edward norton for like a second be like wait aren't you and he's like you never mind you know like you don't look like mark ruffalo yeah exactly you could do so many good things where marvel could just you know take a take a jab at themselves and and yeah. Would love oh, it. he'd be perfect to kind of go back. Like, wait a minute, Terrence Howard. What happened? To you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Don Cheadle, you don't look like Terrence. Yeah, you look uh, different. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you look a little different. All right. Uh, before we continue some other Marvel breaking news, I want to do a quick shout out. You notice I'm wearing our custom. This is the way shirt. This came straight out of New Rockstars merch store at NewRockstarsMerch.com. Uh, this is a limited amount that's re- we're really just doing in celebration of uh, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian season two, uh, we're going to run out at some point and they're going back in the vault. Uh, we're not going to just keep selling these. Why? Because we have like new designs that are going to be coming out. We're going to do like on rotation. Uh, you got to get like the seasonal thing. And we got so many great items. Uh, check this out. Um, hats, shirts, hoodies, masks. I got a uh, hi, I'm Eric Voss shirt. Um, so, you know, uh, you can wear my name on you if you want. And you can be Eric Voss. Oh, and uh, yeah, we got some new designs that we're very very excited about you're gonna want to jump on this it's really a great gift item for someone who watches the show i like to look at these as like the hot topic designs that i wish hot topic had uh but they don't because you know they aren't made by nerds they're just made by people (laughs) like i think this will sell uh whereas we got nerds uh locked away uh who are making these designs (laughs) and if they make good designs they'll be uh paid um it's it's us it's us who are doing these anyway uh, NewRockStarsMerch.com jump on that also we wanted to give a quick shout out to our patron Ruby who won this week's Rogue Theory on Discord that contest we do every week on our Patreon only Discord server their pitch for the potential plot of Black Panther 2 that is now going into production this summer had uh, Namor and Atlantis and a new Wakanda with uh, the Black Panther mantle and Shuri discovering mutant genes that uh, sounds like a lot of crazy fun stuff to happen in the movie. To submit your own speculation and to support this channel, you can become a patron by going to patreon.com slash new rock stars. All right. Um, Kayla, if that cat wants to stay in frame, you let that I'm, kitty cat stay there. I'm worried about him bumping. He likes to rub up on the mic when I'm on calls yeah. and I, I, I know he's going to do it. That's why I keep shifting him back to the bed. Apollo wants to be a YouTube star. Oh, he loves a camera. Anytime I'm talking, like anytime I'm talking at the glowing box, he's like, "Oh, what's 
What's this? What's this in? What's this in? <laughs> What's any, any agents watching? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some headshots, Patsy. Um, all right, let's uh, let's dive into everything new we've learned about the Miss Marvel series coming out on Disney Plus. We just got some photos from the set as they are beginning shooting. We're learning a lot about the co-stars that are being cast, and we get our first look at Iman Vellani as Miss Marvel herself, Kamala Khan. It's no, it's Kamala Khan. I'm saying Kamala because of our <laughs> vice president. <laughs> It's yeah. Kamala Khan. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in the comics, uh, Kamala Khan's powers are connected to, actually you can kind of say they're connected to the Eternals. All things are connected to the Eternals, but uh, it's really to the Inhumans. Uh, there's a Terrigen Mist that comes in and she uh, inhales that Terrigen Mist. She cocoons up in her cocoon. She has a vision of her Stan uh, Avengers, uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel and Tony Stark and Cap. And in these photos, she, this is like a homemade costume for uh, Captain Marvel. Um, and yeah, she is a, a younger character, so we might see her maybe set up in a, a future Young Avengers group, as we've seen other kind of Young Avengers maybe being set up in Marvel Phase 4. I want to hear from you guys. Uh, pitch me how Miss Marvel will make her big entrance into the MCU. What is her What is her role going to be in this new Avengers lineup going forward? And Tom, since you did uh, the last one last time, why don't you go first this time? So, um, you know, with... With the failure of the Inhumans kind of gaining any real traction, like with that ABC show and now with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. being kind of considered an ultimate alternate timeline now, um, my pitch is uh, will set the stage for Miss Marvel to help influence the future of Marvel movies and shows. Because as we know, um, Kevin Feige and company, they don't, they don't mind changing things. Uh, you know, they've already shown that they've changed a bunch of character origins. So I think that Miss Marvel's origin is going to be changed a little bit. You know, like Marvel's already changed um, Iron Patriot to become Rhodey. Um, yeah, Ego is Star-Lord's father in the movies. And of course, yeah. the Mandarin, which, yay, if you like. And I know, right, if you don't like. Um, so my theory is that she won't be getting her powers from the Terrigen Mist. She's going to instead be a mutant. Oh, okay. And uh, I think that because we already know the X-Men are coming. They're like the biggest property that um, they've acquired from Fox. So making her a mutant gives Marvel the chance to set the stage for what the X-Men can be like in this new universe. And plus, mm. she's the perfect age for when the mutant powers would be hitting, you know, with puberty yeah, yeah. and all. And mm -hmm. one more retcon worth mentioning here is that Scarlet Witch isn't even a mutant in the MCU. So if Scarlet Witch can't be a mutant, then Marvel owes us a mutant with Kamala Khan. <laughs> right. <laughs> either, either like retcon uh, Wanda Maximoff to be a mutant and yeah, say like, yeah. we just called her I'll enhanced that in that one scene because we didn't get the legal rights. Deadpool can give that explanation. But, right, uh, right, right. Uh, so long, uh, what will your Miss Marvel's powers be? Does she still get the, the big fist? Yeah, yeah, no, she'll still embiggen. She'll still um, have all of that. It just it just won't be from the Terrigen Mist. I think you'd have to spend a lot of time building that and explaining that. And uh -huh. whereas, you know, if she's kind of wakes up one day with these powers and we start planting seeds, like, you know, hearing the word mutant here, I think that'd be a lot easier for them to just get on with the show instead of trying to build this, 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 uh, the MCU version of what the Inhumans would be. Since yeah. I guess technically they haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah the Inhuman show. There were Inhumans and Agents of Shield. There was everything with Quake. You know, she got the Terrigen Mist. She cocooned up. But uh, yeah, I I think you're right, Tom. I think that is kind of the direction they would go. When you think of Miss Marvel, other than people who you know diehard read Miss Marvel comics, I don't think they need to say first and foremost she is an Inhuman. No, they say first <laughs> right, and foremost right. she's like you know a Pakistani American kid yes, uh, who exactly. loves the Avengers, and then she gets to kind of become a protege of Captain. 
Marvel, that's kind of what they associate her with. So yeah, if they were to make exactly. her mutant, I don't think anyone would bat an eye, really. Meanwhile, people in the comments are like, the hell are you talking How dare you? Yeah. This guy, unsub, unsub. Um, but, uh, Tom, uh, for your theory, I'm going to award you two points. Yeah. Two points. Sorry, I'm out of things to convert, but I still, got this, I still got this okay. bobblehead. Totally fine. You still <laughs> oh, got that I'll, I'll convert the Stormbreaker over there. Yeah, great, great, great. <laughs> Hela, it is your turn. I want to hear from you. Uh, what do you think Miss <laughs> Marvel is going to look like in the MCU? What is what is her role going to be? How is she going to be introduced? Okay, so again, this is an off-the-rails theory because I'm doing the best that I can with the knowledge that I have. <laughs> I am a huge fan of the Runaway series. Uh, sure, yeah. I feel like I'm one of probably 10 people who watch the Who series that got canceled uh, either late last year, early this year. But uh, what I feel like is because it's going to be a series and not a movie that maybe mm-hmm. it will be some sort of redemption arc for the Runaways and she will be introduced via a crossover event where they are all like high schoolers who are all dealing with their own thing and she's like trying to figure out like how her powers work and she's just like oh there's like these tells of these kids that live in the mountains and they all have powers and maybe they like hang out and like do stuff but then obviously the with the Runaways having their main members ending up being villains like he maybe he'll become like the villain that gets her to like finally take over her own powers and I feel like that would just be really cool and fun and it could also be a fun way to uh bring back the uh, scroll shout out from the Captain Marvel movie because uh, my favorite character they're like a shape shifting scroll and they're like married to one of the one of the kids in the runaways and I feel like having that character uh, just be shown on screen would bring me a lot of joy uh, but also <laughs> just as part of like the oh you can kind of shape shift too I feel like they'd have a really fun friendship dynamic yeah. also I just really like uh, teen dramas not like a, the Archie comics one but more like a fun oh. Not Riverdale. Yeah, but, not uh, Riverdale. Uh, more of a mystery gang Scooby Doo vibe, and I yeah, just yeah, think yeah. that would be really fun and like you know PG thirteen enough for Disney Plus. You bring up a good point because I think tonally uh, things like Runaways will kind of be what things like Miss Marvel look like. Clearly, Disney Plus and Marvel Studios are looking to branch out tonally and genre-wise from what we know to be like the Avengers movies, right? Yeah. And you know, this started with things like Doctor Strange and Black Panther, and we're seeing it now with like uh, Black Widow. Really, you could say it started with like Captain America: Winter Soldier when they did like a spy drama kind of yeah. thing or when Thor was this weird as Guardian Royal drama they they want to every once in a while try to make something that doesn't you know everyone if you were to ask a, a casual watcher of Marvel movies they're like yeah I, I saw either Age of Ultron or uh, Civil War I don't remember what, what <laughs> yeah. the scene was in that one or the other well now you're just quoting me from the RTX panel <laughs> that's, I think that's exactly what I said hey I mean uh, even like a couple years into doing this job obsessively rewatching these Marvel movies there are scenes where I'm like wait wait wait, did that scene happen in, in uh, Age of Ultron or did that happen in, in Captain America Winter Soldier? I can't remember if this particular shot of Cap is in that movie or that movie. Yeah, it's the seamless uh, yeah. storytelling. So you just like, yeah. it's all just one epic yarn in your brain. Pretty much. And that, you know, by the time Endgame came out, it's like, oh, that's, it paid off. But going ahead in phase four, I, I do think things like, it's going to feel like Runaways sometimes. It's going to feel like these teen dramas and Miss yeah. Marvel's going to be that thing. It may not be geared toward do 
dudes in their early 40s who love <laughs> references to things they grew up reading. Uh, Miss Marvel is a recent, it's like a 2013 comic. Yeah. She didn't exist mm-hmm. before that. So it's going to be geared towards younger audiences and uh yeah and i think if it were to be something like runaways either a literal crossover of things like scrolls or like the dark hold you know you know there's all kinds of stuff that happened in runaways that we'd love to see there's a whole mess of stuff that happens in the runaways that could easily be in i mean i maybe i'm just telling myself that because i want it so bad but i think it's possible (laughs) for sure um i'm also going to award you two points for your theory i will convert those into a pin that says what's your moon sign and uh these bravery (laughs) band-aids what are the bravery band-aids oh that's nice oh god they say stuff like didn't cry and i've had worse (laughs) and they kind of yeah they kind of look like like medals of honor (laughs) those are things i say after i eat taco bell (laughs) (laughs) didn't cry (laughs) i've had worse (laughs) but also probably what's your moon sign so (laughs) all right awusu uh it is your turn what do you think uh miss marvel is going to look like in the mcu i like miss marvel a lot i think miss marvel is going to uh like my other co-panelist said look like a nice teen like fun drama very tonally different from a Thor the Dark World or, you know, Captain America First Avenger. Uh, I think the origin story is going to be that Kamala Khan is an enhanced individual via Infinity Stone. I think what's oh, going okay. to happen is since her parents are uh, Pakistani immigrants, uh, one of them is a scientist that works in Avengers Tower. Since she grows up in New Jersey, that's where Kamala lives. One of her parents goes into the city to go to work, you know, bridge and tunnel folks. Somehow, accidentally, through a fun mistake, an infused object uh, that's infused with Infinity Stone powers ends up on her parents' person. And the parent goes home, Kamala gets a hold of it accidentally, and it envelops her in Infinity Stone power residue. And that's what triggers something in her genome to give her new powers and give her her elasticity and also have different versions of her from the multiverse converge to give her her powers because that's kind of a thing that happens yeah. in comic books yeah she's accessing like uh, alternate versions of herself when she's powering up yeah yes that's so we'll have that yeah. Yeah, so we'll have that connect with the multiverse of madness stuff happening that the MCU is clearly going towards. And that's how she develops her powers. And so the whole movie will be a coming-of-age tale with her figuring out her superpowers, how to handle her powers, her going through puberty, and then also figuring how to balance being a, a good daughter and a good teenager with being a good superhero in in the vein of her one of her favorite superheroes, Captain Marvel. And so as she battles evildoers in her native New Jersey, uh, she'll overcome the big drama and challenges. And then I think at the end, her big main villain will be Captain Marvel in a reimagined Civil War II storyline that the MCU will delve into with (laughs) Captain Marvel doing battle against other Avengers for the sake of the future. And there's a bunch of future stuff that goes on in Civil War II in the comic books. But that's my theory for Miss Marvel. Whoa. 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 We were on a a two-point 
scale right there and then you dropped in that and then and i'm like whoa well you bury the lead my friend um so i have questions um well first off i do love this idea of her powers coming from infinity stone radiation because that is essentially what powered up carol danvers right it, you know it came from the tesseract which powered the the light speed engine which spilled her i guess and then like exploded yeah she's like yeah. Ah. and then she's like i have these powers now uh and i think if something similar happens with uh, Kamala Khan that that'd be cool to see that kind of parallelism but I got to know what is the dividing thing in this civil war 2 because I want to see a civil war 2 I think there's a lot of uh reasons is is it like scrolls or something that you know uh, a secret invasion thing that triggers a civil war what's the fight over I think it could be involving the scroll and a uh, secret wars invasions but and also in the comic book the whole thing that split Tony Stark and Captain Marvel was how they wanted to handle crime and villain villain activity because um, I think a mutant from the multiverse comes in who can tell the future and can tell them when someone's going to do something bad. I think the, the future seeing mutant said that Miles Morales was going to kill Captain America. So he we, they had to jail Miles Morales. And then Tony Stark was like, no, people have free will. We got to let things play out. And then Captain Marvel was like, no, f- that. We got to go get Miles Morales right now. So I think not exactly that will happen. But since we have seen time travel in the MCU with the events of the Infinity Saga, (laughs) um, I think some sort of future dictating what Marvel superheroes or villains will do what mischief will inform Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, to be like, we have to go get this person. We have to go apprehend this other person. And then that will cause a rift. Much like the events in the MCU movie Civil War caused a rift between Iron Man and Captain America over signing the Sokovia Accord and turning themselves over to the government. Awusu, that's a very good point. The Sokovia Accords debate was never settled. They just, it got more personal when, you know, Tony found out that uh, Winter Soldier killed his parents and then that's what it was over. But then no one talked for two years and then Thanos came and that's what brought them together. That debate, that, you know, tag is still open uh, and people need to finish that argument. Um, So if that ends up evolving into something like true superhero registration like we saw in the Civil War comics, that's the whole debate. I think that's a fascinating debate that needs to happen in the MCU. Like, do we have to register these these folks? Does that lead to preemptive imprisonment? Um, is it that kind of slippery slope? And yeah, having someone who can kind of foresee the future, that that's a fascinating debate. That's kind of like the Minority Report thought crime kind of thing. Or not thought crime, that's a different thing. Whatever. I'm mixing <laughs> Orwell with Phil K. Dick. I don't give a <laughs> Um, okay. <laughs> but uh a great theory the fact that when i asked you for follow-up you met me with time travel you've earned that third point so you get three points oh thanks man well i went into the future to see that you would like that point you knew, so you knew. obviously yeah. i knew i knew i'm sorry okay cool so for my three new points i materialized those into a deck of ace playing cards uh cocoa butter can stay ashy in this uh cold weather and uh these uh, surgical sterile gloves because 2020, why not? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still going to need those. Definitely going to need those. All right. It's still pretty even. I think uh, we're at Tom and Owusu with six, Kayla at five, but you can even up the score with our rogue questions. Is everyone ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. First question. William Sonoma has released some electric blue macaroons or macrons, macarons, as a, whichever they are. People yelled at me because I said macaroons. Uh, as a tie-in 
with the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. These pastries cost $50 for a packet of 12. What could make a packet of cookies worth $50 to you? Uh, it depends on... Uh, if you look at the nutrition facts, what's the M count? I need to know how many midichlorians there are in this. If I eat them, I better be getting access to the force. That's all I'm saying. For 50 bucks, I better be able to lift something. doesn't have to be an X-wing, but like at least my, my drink, you know, flowing over here. Like, oh, like that, that, I better get something. For 50 bucks, I better get some midichlorians. So for me, yeah. it's the M count. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so I feel like the go-to obvious answer would be like, oh, it's got to have the blue milk in it haha no Mm -hmm. i want i want the crust to be made out of ground up blue kyber crystals that is the only way i would pay uh 50 dollars for only 12 (laughs) macarons just tears up your stomach oh it absolutely destroys you but i I feel like you'd be like oh that's a that's a spicy macaroon as you're eating it (laughs) like every time you go to the bathroom the death star fires (laughs) (laughs) you're like ah then alderaan just gets your toilet it just becomes Alderaan, just obliterated. Downstairs neighbors are yeah. screwed. Yeah. Just like salt bait the kyber crystals on top. Like it's just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. I winced when I saw that these cost as much as they do. Winced. Yeah. It's a travesty in this economy. So yeah. I think that when you eat these mac- macrons uh, and you poop them out, they glow blue like Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. That's their, they have oh, that nice. energy of the force in them. And after you've eaten them for a whole day, anytime you burp, your stomach also follows that up with, this is the way. And that's just how you burp. God, all three of those, well worth the money. And uh, Wusu, you know, I feel like they have invented bioluminescent stuff that is non-toxic. I bet they could make like shit that glows. Oh, yeah. right? Like that Burger King Whopper a couple years ago that was making everybody's poop black. Oh, yeah. They can make bioluminescent dye. I then for sure. Mm -hmm. My point goes to (laughs) Awusu on that. I'm sorry, the 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 two both parts of the the glowing (laughs) stuff and the burp. It's it's great. All right, and we have one final question. With Black Friday just a few days away, a child safety watchdog group has named a toy dark saber from The Mandalorian and a Black Panther glove with retractable claws, two of the most dangerous toys this holiday season. Nerds. Pitch what imaginary nerd toy has the potential to be even more dangerous than those. Parents just don't understand uh, how fun these toys can be. Yes. So uh, <laughs> I think a toy that could be, well, two toys that could be more dangerous than that are an actual fully functioning Mandalorian jetpack. I think that would be way more fun and way more dangerous. And I think that a demon bear tornado toy from the new mutants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could be just as more dangerous but it serves as a vacuum and it's made by dyson <laughs> <laughs> man a jetpack i think someone's already invented that there's that dude flying around lax <laughs> he's oh, out yeah. there That's right. yeah. uh, if you zoom in way close and enhanced he's got a mandalorian armor on him so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. for mine um I think this one is a dangerous toy, but also could be pretty useful. I could use one. I think they should make an actual working Meeseeks box 
from Rick and Morty. <laughs> I need oh, that no. so bad. Like, Mr. Meeseeks, go to the store for me. I don't want to get the corona. Mr. Meeseeks, when things open up, go to the gym for me. I need to get my workout today. That would be so can't useful. Can't do. But exactly. Ooh, we can't do. And, and, and that would be dangerous because some people would take advantage, you know, like Jerry did with his golf game. So that yeah. it's so useful, but I think it's a little bit too powerful in the wrong Oh, ways. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, for me, I was thinking it's a Batman toy. But what the toy does is it does orphan you. So that can be dangerous for your parents. But then a rich billionaire, not Jeff Bezos, a different one, does come and adopt you and take you on as his ward. And I think that is a very fun educational experience for any kid out there that wants to switch it up and maybe become a superhero this holiday season. But um, it might be a little bit more dangerous than those retractable Black Panther gloves. Just a bit, yeah. I love it, it's the the Robin maker. The Robin maker. Oh, I love it. It won't kill your sibling, it will only kill your parents. (laughs) Well, it can't kill your sibling because then you have to, then we're like retconning it into like Batman woman territory they have to have a chance to become a villain too so like you need siblings for that yeah uh kayla that is so specific i'm giving you the point on that one (laughs) but if my math serves me correct i think that makes our winner this episode erica wusu congratulations do you have a wish you would like to request that we can deliver on (laughs) i wish for everyone to have a happy turkey day even people who aren't american and don't celebrate it you must eat turkey according to the final print on Awusu's wish. <laughs> or have some chicken-shaped peeps. Have at least that. Yes. Either that or a turkey will physically manifest in your home whether you want it to or not. Yeah, yeah. you gotta take care of it. it it's, it's like an egg in home ec. And hopefully no Death Star action in the bathroom after yeah. everyone's yes. turkey day. Let's Fingers avoid crossed. that, please. Fingers crossed. <laughs> this has been such a fun episode of Rogue Theory. Thank you to all of our guests. Our winner, Eric Awusu, as well as Tom Michelson and Kayla Milton. Thank you to all three of you you've been these have been some amazing theories i would love to see all these movies slash tv shows that you've pitched hopefully uh one of you or all of you will get hired to produce or write one of these shows so we can say it all started right here because we know feige watches hey feige Mm -hmm. hey buddy (laughs) for those of you watching thank you so much for watching or listening if you're uh getting this via podcast if you do get us via podcast do us a favor leave us a nice rating and review if you don't already just go ahead and subscribe there just so you know we get the numbers that'd be great and uh you can follow me at eavos on instagram twitter social media that I am on still uh, and you can subscribe here on New Rockstars on YouTube and so you can stay tuned to this and other shows hit that notification bell and uh, we will see you next time. Thanks everyone and uh, have a uh, safe and healthy and wonderful holiday. (laughs) Bye bye. (laughs) 